Hey, it's Harry. You're about to listen to Building, the podcast charting our journey to starting 1225, the audience first growth marketing agency. We want our podcast to be a very open and transparent look around the journey of starting an agency. And you're about to listen to one of the very first episodes where we haven't even decided the agency name. So you'll notice that that does not get mentioned throughout these early episodes. We hope you enjoy listening. The way that we've structured our kind of bonus plans, we, we want to reward people that work with first group bonuses, but part of them are going to be on personal targets and part of them are going to be collective team goals as well mm. because for me the team is everything i mention it we we talk about you know toto wolf mercedes and um, tour de france like looking to tour de france and other teams operate there if you want high performance you look at those kind of teams and that's the type of kind of culture that i want people that can put the team first and put the you know what the collective goals are first or something that I'm slowly learning, I should say, with sales outreach at the moment is, I don't think I've ever been direct enough in asking for what I want in those instances, right? Like I think yesterday was a primary example. We we launched a video within two hours of that launch video, we on a call with someone saying like, like, this is what I want. I want an opportunity to potentially invest in the company. Very direct. And if you look at how other people approach us, very direct. But when we do things, we probably skirt around the issue a bit some of our subject lines and things like that in our average emails are way more fluffy. For this to scale and to scale at the rate that we want it to, documentation is going to be critical. And at the moment, we do not have documentation of that marketing plan, so that needs to be done. And the other key part of that is actually the only string to our bow from a marketing perspective we haven't done as of yet is get our newsletter up and running. We have a huge amount of content, we have a huge amount of I guess, opinions and thoughts and things like that we want to be putting out into the industry as well. And there is no better way to do that and having people like have like a route directly into people's inboxes. Hello and welcome to episode number 15 of Building. Today's recording date is the 13th of July, 2023. This is our podcast that charts our journey to setting up our new growth marketing agency, 1225. And this episode comes hot off the heels of our launch, our big launch day yesterday. Um, and what a week it's been, what a response we've seen as well. Um, I'm joined as ever by my co-founder, Harry. Harry, how's the week been? Uh, yeah, I mean, do I, do I like tired? Like it's been quite, quite the week. I'm glad it's, <laughs> glad it's Thursday. Um, as you mentioned there, it's been launch week. We've been building up to this for the best part of three and a half, four months. Even with that, it still came down to the wire, I think. And uh, I'm sure we can go into a bit more detail on that in a second. But yeah, I'm feeling incredibly positive, if not a little bit overwhelmed. Like the response from the industry and our connections on LinkedIn and things like that has been, yeah, it's been fantastic, but also a lot to take in in a very short period of time. But as we've said a few times on this podcast, like the fact that that is the reaction or the fact that we are as busy as we are, they're only positive signs. So yeah, feeling incredibly good about things, if not a little bit tired. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we've announced we can talk openly about 1225. So that's quite liberating <laughs> in a sense as well. Where do we, where, where should we start discussing the launch? Okay, here's a question for you, Harry. How did we launch the agency yesterday? Um, well, I think we've been building up to the launch, as I said, for the best part of three and a half months. And we know we wanted to kind of go from complete silence to like a big boom, here we are, this is what we do. 
approach to, to, to our, I guess, initial marketing campaign. So Friday of last week, which we've mentioned a few times on the podcast, we decided to record, uh, well, I guess do the, the, the start of our launch video. So you and I were saying many, many lines into camera over and over again, again, something that we can touch on shortly with the idea of releasing a launch video to the industry at 12.25 on the 12th of July. So everything there, very on brand. Question back to you, Brendan. What time did we launch the agency? Well, because of our name, we were meant to launch it at 12.25 and we were excited. We were sitting there. I'd even set up an alarm on my phone so I didn't miss it. It takes a long time to, to load a video up into LinkedIn. So actually, we probably officially dropped the video at 11.27. 11.27? We were early. 12.27. I can't even get my time. That's, that's what the week's been what <laughs> yeah so yeah so uh 12 27 yesterday we officially launched with our launch video i do think again like you say we were we got into the office nice and early eight o'clock yesterday typed out the messages we were like okay great we're happy with these let's schedule them but we left it too long uh, apparently i don't know just but you needed an hour as a minimum to be able to schedule a, a post on linkedin so we're like okay that's fine we'll manually do it at 12 25 brendan set his alarm and then the upload of the video files took so long we missed we missed 12 25 by two minutes but um well firstly what do they say like best best laid plans and all that but um exactly yeah since then everything has gone in the right direction and has been incredibly positive we even had time yesterday to to go for a little beer at lunchtime to celebrate yeah i really enjoyed that and that was sparked by a mess someone's message we got Actually, it was George who helped us with the video. He said, hope you guys are doing something to celebrate launching. We hadn't even considered it, had we? No, we've been so wrapped up in just getting everything done that needed to be done. We almost hadn't taken a step back and was like, oh, hang on. Like, this is the best part of three and a half months of work, but realistically, like six, six years of planning. Like, we should definitely crown the, the, the day somehow. So a few things in that. Firstly massive shout out to George for the work that he's done and just how quickly you turn things around. We have a bunch more video content to come from him. So, well, we episode 15 now, so that would be at least 15 weeks down the line. So the bulk of that will probably be out, which is great. People can definitely go and, and check that out. But he managed to edit our woodenness into quite a video, like something that I think we're both really proud of in the space of three to four days. So massive shout out to him. And then the second part is also the big thank you to, I guess, our respective partners who met us, a surprise to you, but maybe not to me, yeah. and with a, with a nice bottle of champagne on the, on the launch afternoon as well. So yeah, yesterday was quite the day. Yeah, absolutely. It was, I don't think it had sunk in. We, we say this quite a lot on the podcast every week. It's like, oh, first time we said this or first time we've done that, first time we've seen the website. And it's still, I don't think yesterday truly kind of sunk in that we've launched. It's only now that we're starting to get kind of messages and kind of inquiries off the back of our work that it's starting to sink in properly. But before we kind of move on further with the launch and other bits, because we've obviously also launched our podcast. We did that on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's on Apple, um, Spotify, and YouTube. So well done to you for getting those all prepped <laughs> and ready as well. Um, yeah, the reaction. Do we want to tally up who, who's got the most reactions to their posts? 
Uh, well, I don't, I don't want to say the numbers. If anybody wants to go see those numbers, like you'd be able to find the post and be able to do a bit of analytics on that. But um, if we were playing a game, um, we are. I think it, we're only playing a game because Brendan is winning. Um, for, anybody, <laughs> yeah. for anybody listening, and not by much would be my defence. But if I was going for a bigger defence, um, I'd describe Brendan as the Man City of LinkedIn, um, paying for his success. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. I didn't even realise I actually had any benefits from that side of things. So that's another learning from the launch day. Well, yeah, I mean, it might it might not. I'm pretty confident it, it, it does. Um, but yeah, either way, huge, right? Like we've had, yeah. I think, way more views of the video, way more, I think, positive words of encouragement or client intros and, and things like that than we ever could have hoped for from the back of, of one video. And as we've spoken about, like you can't really put a price on it because this is brand building. But at the same time, if you were looking to attribute a direct ROI onto that video, we need one client for that to have, I guess, like product free forex itself, given the, the the amount we paid. So yes, back to your original question, you do have more engagement on your LinkedIn profile than 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 I do, but not by much. Fair. I just wanted that for the record so uh, everyone could listen to that. So, no, that's great. So, yeah, and then kind of wider on the response, we were getting quite excited a few times. We'd be shouting at each other across the office, oh, X and X is just like the post because, you know, former clients back in the day and things like this or opportunities we've been kind of discussing mm. with people, they've liked the message and kind of seen that. So it has started to open up some doors. And there was one in particular kind of conversation that really kind of like shocked us. Do you want to explain? Uh, yeah, I can take this one. So I think a mutual connection of, of ours who we've done some work for for in the past um, was like, hey, any chance, a bit of a long shot, but can you grab a call this afternoon? So on the afternoon of launch and being honest, like it was quite a tight squeeze in the diary to get it in. But we're like, OK, this could be a good sign. It felt like it was a speculative client meeting. So we're like, yep, yeah, 100%, let's take it. And don't want to get into too much detail, but the guy started talking and the conclusion of his, I guess, piece to you and I was, oh, there may be some potential investment opportunities if you guys are interested in it. Now, there was a bunch of things from that. I think our initial response to it was one of a bit of shock. The second one of, well, technically this business has only existed to the public for two hours. Um, so I don't think we're in any position to be considering that. But what was most interesting to me before we come on to, I guess, what we would do around these conversations is the reason for considering that investment is that they want to pursue a model which is very similar to the model in which we will be growing by. So again, that to me is a sign of encouragement on two fronts. One, I mean, great that we are apparently respectable enough across the board to have people seeking investment in the company within the first couple of hours. Like that's a huge, huge win. Absolutely. The second part is if people are scaling in that way and we want to be scaling in that way, great. The only challenge for us is to, okay, great, but let's do it better and let's do it quicker. So yeah, not the conversation I was expecting. I don't know about you, Brennan. No, ab absolutely. It was a confidence boost. It was kind of yeah. trying to, you, we were both sitting there and I kept looking at you and I was like, is this for real? Like, I, I can almost believe it. So it was kind of, Christ, if we're having conversations, those are the types of conversations I like having because it shows that we're doing something right mm -hmm. or, you know, we're in, heading in the right direction. Um, 
but yeah, that that was again everything about yesterday was kind of enjoyable. One, getting the post up even two minutes late, and to kind of going back to lots of people that I haven't spoken to in a while. You know, thanking them for the messages and stuff like that. Yeah, enjoyable day. So um, that was that kind of the launch side yesterday. Moving on to our kind of status update, if you will. So obviously, let's talk quickly about the process of of filming that um, that launch video um, and the podcast. We kind of went through it a little bit. We obviously filmed the podcast um, first up on Friday last week. Then the afternoon was spent filming the launch video. I just can't believe how long it took me to get simple one-line sentences out of my mouth without enunciating or kind of going off on wrong tangents or adding words in. Once a camera is stuck in your face, you do stupid things, don't you? It was one of the longest days I've had in a, I guess, working environment for a very long time. Don't get me wrong, incredibly enjoyable, but way more intense than I thought it was I thought it was ever going to be. Like I think when we spent two hours still trying to refine the script, I was like, okay, we're gonna be here for the long haul. Got out of the office about six o'clock, which is a good couple of hours later than we than we had been working before then, maybe even six thirty. And I was so tired by the end of the day. And yeah, I have probably two two takeaways from that. One of which is it's mad how you think you're doing something but you're not, right? Like the amount of times like George would be saying to us in terms of direction, like do it like this or do it like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem, I'll do that. Then I'll say the line and he'd be like, You've just said it exactly the same as how you how you've been saying it the last <laughs> six attempts. I'm like, what are you on about? And then I'll tell you my my biggest moment from the whole day was there's about a 30 minute gap where no matter how we worded the sentence to you, you just say it a completely different way. And then you finally nailed it. But George was so convinced you were gonna get it wrong, you just started laughing like midway through your sentence and you had to do the whole thing again. That was funny. And then actually, biggest, biggest takeaway is you have a remarkable ability to mess it up a few times, if I describe <laughs> it, then step up from a chair, walk around in a circle, sit back down and absolutely nail it. I, I don't know what was happening, but as soon as you left that chair and returned to it, different man. Uh, it's Yeah, it's quite amazing. It's it's like Riverside recording these podcasts now. It gives you a timer, so you kind of get set. And as soon as it stops, you go for it. I just found that helped on a couple of occasions and yeah, just focuses the mind. But it's almost like instead of just talking normally and just yeah. being yourself, you try and turn into something else. Like, oh, I've got to do this. Like I was thinking about how I was sitting and kind of like, don't slouch. Okay, what am I doing with my hands? You were moving moving your hands around. I don't do that normally or not. Probably I do, but I don't think about it. But when yeah, you think yeah. about it, it's like a golf swing. It just goes completely in a different way to what you wanted so definitely learned a lot from that george was incredibly patient with with me he especially so but good. So good. i enjoyed because i filmed first and uh, horrendous at times getting those lines out and i thought oh harry's got all the time in the world he's gonna <laughs> sit down, nail it first time do a great job and you know we'll be on our way to be fair yeah at times, you were making exactly the same mistakes. George kind of looked at me and was like, God, you two are running your own business? Like, you can't even <laughs> film to camera. I was like, yeah, this is, this is difficult, man. 
I, yeah, I mean, to our credit, though, at the end of the day, he might have just been saying this because he wanted to get out of the office by that stage, but you did ask him to, to rate us, and he, t- he put us in the top 40% of the people he's worked with um, in front of camera, so I'll take that, and this is going to be a repeat thing, right? Like, we're both very convinced in doubling down in video, in spoken word, and things like that, hence the podcast, hence launch videos, um, is, is the way forward for us, is the way that we can best communicate one, our message and, and what we do, but also who you and I are and then eventually who our team are as well. So there's going to be a lot more. Hopefully we'll be working with George again in, in August and then beyond, so month on month. And hopefully that becomes a bit more bit more natural, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we I suppose we've got to also practice what we preach about content, mm. organic content. Video is yeah. a massive part of that as well. And obviously working with George is kind of a person that's helping us I'm, I'm working in upper segue here, by the way, so bear with me. So working with George, he, he's helping us out on that front, and it's we're going to need all the help we can get, and we're going to need people in our team as well. So that nicely segues to hiring plans. Yeah, we're hiring. So a grand total of 24 hours after we launched the agency. I, I'm sorry, I have to call it out for anybody who's not watching. Um, Brendan was so pleased with himself there. He did a little like nod to himself at the camera. Like, oh yeah, I've got to think of another segue for the next bit. I like it, but yes. Anyway, back to the point, we're hiring. So 24 hours after launch, we are hiring. Obviously we'll be probably three months ahead. And at this point in time, given the, the lag of the podcast filming in the short term to, to, to weeks that go by. So hopefully we have a few people in, in those positions. But for the record and for, I guess, our documentation as we move forward with the journey, we have free job ads live as of today. So we have a organic search consultant, a senior organic search consultant, and a business development or business growth manager, I should say. All free jobs now live. Um, some of them may still be live or we may have other roles out there. So please take a look at 1225.io forward slash careers. Look at that. There we go. Learning as we go. That will be, will be live at that stage as well. But um, yeah, I actually want to segue the conversation slightly around hiring because I know that this part in particular is something very close to, to, to your heart. So, and we've spoken about it a few times before, but what's going to be your approach to, to hiring, Brennan? I've mentioned it a couple of times. I want to focus on, I'm not too concerned about the technical skills. I want to focus in on the person and their their skills, like communication skills, elements like that, because I think people can learn any role that they're in. Even if you've been in a certain industry, you've been at different places that do things differently to the way that we'll do yeah. things. So I'm all in on the person, and I think my strategy will be, yeah, focusing in on those skills that we deem the most important. And I think also one key point is the way that we've structured our kind of bonus plans. We we want to reward people that work with us with bonuses, but part of them are going to be on personal targets and part of them are going to be collective team goals as well. Mm. Because for me, the team is everything. I mention it. We we talk about you know, Toto Wolf, Mercedes, um, Tour de France. Like looking to Tour de France and how the teams operate there. If you want high performance, you look at those kind of teams, and that's the type of kind of culture that I want. People that can put the team first and put the you know what the collective goals are first. That mm. will bring far more success for each and every individual than anything else. 
yeah, I'd agree. I think we we're very aligned, obviously, which is which is good. But the the team thing is something that we've tried to draw particular attention to on our job descriptions. Um, that is why, as you said, we focus the the bonus and incentive plans the the way we have because ultimately taking inspiration. That's why it's like the twelve twenty five messaging. Everything has been focused on the I guess high performance mentality of, of sports teams and they win together and that's the environment that we want to create as well right like the Alex Ferguson model of no one person is bigger than the team and that will be throughout the the heart of, of 1225 so again if you are listening to this and you're wondering how to to, to get a job with us that's pretty much a blueprint yeah ab- absolutely focus on those skills how you did deal with certain situations as well kind of thinking on your feet using initiative that's that's some of the key areas that i'd look for in a in a colleague so absolutely perfect so that's hiring um next on the list sales outreach so you've been doing quite a bit of work with sales outreach yeah i've uh I've been hitting it quite a lot at the moment, actually. So one of the big things that we've been working on and we have spoken about is um, like focusing on the like six inches in front of your face. And like every day we come in, we do our daily commitments of like what are the things that, we, that we're going to do. And obviously we're in the, the service-based business, given, given what we do. But fundamentally, like every business, we're in a sales world, right? And we need to be hitting sales as hard as possible now we are ramping up rather than going all out. Like we were waiting for things like, like the launch video is an example, or putting some tech stacks in place to enable us to do this, this more efficiently. So, so far I probably would describe it as I'm working like a, a small cluster of our target accounts. Um, there's been two, two rounds of outreach to those people at the moment. The first one I have to say did take a long time because we had to, I guess, harvest email addresses from different platforms like ZoomInfo and org.com or, 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 and, and, and similar. But that is slowly starting to build a bit of momentum, slowly starting to get some processes in place so that it will be a bit more efficient. Naturally, we expect a much harder on this when we have a business growth manager in place as well. But yeah, so far, I'll be honest, no, no bites, but we're, like I said, we're outreaching to a small cluster. We now have the launch video, so that's going to be on across that cluster within the next 24 hours, hopefully today, but maybe tomorrow. I think you may have just started as well, Brendan. Yeah, so I'm starting actually slightly differently. I, again, this, this shows the nature of this podcast. It's kind of a bit off the cuff at times, but I had a connection. I, I'm making connections with certain people that I've worked with. And in essence, one of them actually offered for me to go through their LinkedIn and he will introduce me to a couple of people. So I'm actually currently working through his list of connections just to see if there's any that we would like to talk to. So I think potentially having some introductions, one of the sales leads that we've currently got came through an introduction as well. And actually we've realized it's almost a nailed on opportunity because of that introduction and the fact that that person vouched for us. So I thought, I'll try this approach as well. So that's the way that I'm doing sales out, outreach. And again, I'm also looking at the connection side. So just moving it on slightly to connections, a lot of this. I, I made a few over the past couple of weeks and I'm starting to go back to them now that we've launched and say, right, I've got a bit of time, let's set up calls. So I've got um, a couple of calls set up with a couple of people I've been meaning to talk to, a um, couple of agency um, owners and founders, because again, I've realized we know it almost one way. Yes, we've worked at a couple of agencies, but we've only been helping manage and run 
an agency one time. So we, we're only used to one set of processes and frameworks. So by talking to other agency owners, we want to find opportunities for improvement of those optimized and kind of just have a chat and you never know there might be things like referral agreements mm. put in place and things like that so um connections i have been terrible with maintaining connections over time but just yesterday like the amount of kind of reactions and, and messages that i received made me realize i need to step up my game and actually keep these relationships that i build and kind of keep keep working because you never know when your paths are going to cross with other people in the industry so it's worthwhile kind of just keeping them and maintaining them yeah i'd say so i mean two things to call out first of all your your segues if you like or leading from one to another have been spot on today i love how you. you got from sales outreach to connections there absolutely amazing um i think the second part is something that i've learned with or something that I'm slowly learning, I should say, with sales outreach at the moment is I don't think I've ever been direct enough in asking for what I want in those instances, right? Like I think yesterday was a primary example. We we launched a video within two hours of that launch video on a call with someone saying that, like, this is what I want. I want an opportunity to potentially invest in the company. Very direct. And if you look at how other people approach us, very direct. But when we do things, we probably skirt around the issue a bit some of our subject lines and things like that in our outreach emails are way more fluffy. And I do think there's a world in which we probably need to be more direct, quicker to respond, and just like do things the way that, not other people are doing them, but like the way people are expecting things of ours, like we should do that in return. And maybe we're, we're not all of the time. So yes, there's a balance to be found, but I am now, especially with the second cluster of contacts I'm going to be outreaching, um, going to be a bit more to the point as well. These people are incredibly time poor. So why not give them a little bit of value, but also make their lives way easier by having to essentially read or watch less? 100% agree. I, I've got first-hand experience of that over the past couple of months. Yesterday launch, a couple of guys used it as an opportunity to kind of get in. So we had a copywriter. So I completely agree with what you say. We're here if you ever need anything. And I was like, wow, okay. So that immediately made me think they're on it. I'll, I'll go and see about their rates and all of that. So we're currently discussing that. And the other one, one of my sales outreach to a former client, I've gone to them to try and sell them a retainer for our services and get a testimonial for our website. What's happened is I've spent money with them buying a new floor and I've given them a testimonial because that floor is so good now as well. And I'm yet to convert them the other way. It's because of that that technique that they're to the point. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do this, we'll do that. I've seen it firsthand, and actually, it's made me realise, yeah, you need to be to the point, definitely. Yeah. So I, I want to obviously one of the purposes of this podcast is to be open and transparent and and, and things like things like that. So I'm going to set you a challenge Go on, um, for for next week's recording, which is. I think that email in particular, that Fred has set you up nicely for a, I'll give you a testimonial, but only if we get a meeting. Deal. Because we don't, we're not, we're not selling. We just want to, we just want to open the door to potentially working with us because we know that, and not, don't be too direct on this, but essentially working with us is a question of ambition for, for this client in, in particular. So I think getting in front of them is ultimately how we potentially have a sales opportunity there. So yeah. As we've been in the frame of openness, but also in the frame of being more direct, I think it's a good opportunity. 
Fair. I'll, I'll take you up on that. I'll, I'll get to him. They're going over to China next week, so I better get in quick tomorrow. Um, perfect. Topic Topic to the table next? Yeah, I think so. Um, Mate, more, that, more so because it's yours. That segment name is so... It's like tables turn and turn tables, you know? <laughs> topic to the table. How many times have I said table to the topic? Table to the topic is normally what you go with. Yeah, yeah. table to the topic. Okay, so it's brief. Again, because it's my turn at the table. Get that? Mm. Um, but basically, I, I just wanted to kind of almost reflect on yesterday, this past kind of crazy week, and what we're doing right now with, with the podcast and kind of talking through. Um, it's about pushing comfort zones. Now, anyone who's worked with me um, in the past, like I'm very much, I like to be in the background, behind the scenes. I've not done public speaking on, on the circuit. I've never done podcasts until we've done this. I've not done a launch video. All of that. But by pushing those comfort zones, I've done it because I've had to. I've, I feel it's my business. I want it to do well. So I've done it because I feel this is the best way we're going to succeed and push forward. But actually, it opens up worlds of possibilities. Just look at the conversations we've been having off the back of that launch video go like, and yeah, for me, my skill set probably isn't necessarily doing these things before. That's what I would think. But actually, it's been super enjoyable. Like that day on Friday, amazing day. Learned so much, like understood. And I also appreciate people who know what they're doing and understand their realm of kind of work. Like George at work was absolutely amazing to see. And I'd love to be able to kind of be that and show people that in my work in kind of organic search and SEO as well. So the end result as well, absolutely amazing. I think once we saw the edited, the highly edited uh, <laughs> version of the launch video, yeah, it, yeah, it's something to be proud of. And you say it to me all the time, don't be self-deprecating, like just do it, just go for it. And that's exactly what we're doing. I'm pushing the comfort zones half the time. If we started this podcast 15 weeks ago, I'd want everything scripted down and you'd be telling me off because I'd be looking at my other screen, going through everything, not looking at the camera, not looking at you, just reading off a load of stuff. And now I'm getting more comfortable. And I think that's just a tip or something to anyone in the industry who wants to kind of grow their career. Push your comfort zone, push your boundaries, because you never know what you're going to do. There are loads of people that I've worked with, loads and loads, who are some of the most talented people I've ever worked with in the industry, but they don't push their comfort zones. So other people don't hear from them. Other people don't know what they're doing. And actually, yeah. if they did, it shows there is an unearthed, like huge amount of talent in the industry. And I think by not pushing boundaries, people are not being left behind, but they're staying where they are nice and comfortable. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want a little bit more, just push the boundaries. Yeah, I think like anybody who's worked with you and I, um, phrase that we probably banded around a bit too much. And one that I'm a massive fan of is getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Like I think if you get to the point where you know you're pushing your comfort zones, but you're comfortable with that, like the opportunities that present themselves are beyond, I think, what you could ever imagine. And I think just the way in which you 
feel is so rewarding. Like I have to say that like, I come home at a minute every day and don't get me wrong, like we're not doing crazy hours really. Like what are we doing? Like eight till four most days. Yeah. I get home, luckily, very close to my house. So maybe within 20 minutes, so 20 past four, I get home. I sh- I'm knackered. I'm absolutely knackered. But at the same time, I'm just ready to go again and ready to go again. Like, well, we did that launch video, finished 6.30, had to walk back to my house in the in the heat. It was really hot that day. Um, and both like, oh my God, that was so intense. And like, oh, same again ne- next month. And you just become more comfortable with things. But also that feeling is is so rewarding. So yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Perfect. Your turn next week on the topic to the table. Uh, I do enjoy it when I get to take a bit of a backseat and, and, and see what you have to say. But yeah, I, uh, I have a couple um, up my sleeve for next week. So I'll probably present you with the list again and you can, and you can pick one. Nice. Perfect. Right. We'll move on to our weekly commitments for the coming seven days. Um, I'll start. For me, it's a sales deck, obviously work it, working on the sales, trying to get that closed. Building out a Looker Studio report, first time in a in a while that I've been in <laughs> Looker Studio. So building out a template that we can use across kind of a few clients, but obviously bespoke to each. So got that on the list. Client delivery, we've got lots of on-page optimizations to do for one of our clients as well. And now, now that we're getting so good, I'm going to continue with some more social media goodness. Yeah, I saw you were write that line in the in the show notes, and it gave me a, gave me a little laugh. Um, I think for me, again, calling it out just because it's it's so apparent at the minute. Um, Brendan, the closer, Gilbert is cracking on with sales while I uh, seem to be working in the background a little bit. Um, but I will be like actually putting. We still haven't done this, which is pen to paper on the marketing plan. Now that doesn't mean marketing activity isn't happening, but one of the big things that we spoke about, I think maybe even on last week's podcast, is. For this to scale and to scale at the rate that we want it to, documentation is going to be critical. And at the moment, we do not have documentation of that marketing plan. So that needs to be done. And the other key part of that is actually the only string to our bow from a marketing perspective we haven't done as of yet is get our newsletter up and running. We have a huge amount of content. We have a huge amount of, I guess, opinions and thoughts and things like that we're going to be putting out into the industry as well. And there is no better way to do that and having people like have like a route directly into people's inboxes. So I'll be getting that up and running along with obviously helping you from a client delivery perspective. And I'm sure between us both, we'll be doing a lot, hopefully, hopefully I should say a lot of interviews over the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah, absolutely. Collectively, we've got a press release, um, I think to, to get done for the actual launch and outreach that um, we might need some support. Do you want to know a story? Go on so yeah. I haven't told you this yet. So this is this is a podcast exclusive, and I won't go into too much detail just to to protect things. But um, obviously, you and I were like, okay, press release, we 100% can write outreach. There's a question there of our skill set, but also the return on investment of us doing that versus essentially outsourcing it. So we're like, okay, we know the exact person that we want to be working with to do this and to do a really good job. So I've been messaging them a little bit. They came back to me very early this morning saying, look, obviously. I'm in a role at the moment with a different company. Um, wouldn't it look a bit weird if like the outreach emails were coming from that company? And I was like, I didn't reply for a bit. And then they came back like, um, okay, have a better idea. Can I have an alias? So we're now coming up with a fake name for this person so they can outreach for us. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, yeah, when you see a random, like, Consuela or something pop up in our G- Gmail accounts. That that that'll be why. 
Brilliant. Yeah, that's such a good point, to be fair. I suppose yeah. on something like that, it's it's exactly what we've been through over the past kind of few months, you know, when we've had to like, oh, this isn't X, Y, Z, like, because people know that I've worked at ERA um, in the past and now I'm working with 1225. And talking about that, it, mm. it was strange. So I, I really like it. Um, it's, it's those kind of little stories that, you know, you can talk about in years to come and have a good laugh on. So I'm also going to commit to getting a different chair for a recording podcast because I swear this chair I'm sitting on is the most squeaky chair in the world. <laughs> I <If you laughs> squeak the whole way around. I've, I've tried to keep still, but you know me, I like to fidget and move around whilst I'm recording. Well, there's two things on that. Obviously, we upgraded as of last week to, to Riverside, which does cancel out the background noise, which is helpful. So I can't hear it too much. Good. You're also moving up in the world and have finally purchased some some AirPods. So they'll be in for next week's recording. Yeah. But more importantly, how did we not do this? We need to celebrate the fact that 1225 is now officially launched. Where's the sound effects? Come on. Hang on. Ready? Oh, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Have you got it? No, I can't hear anything. Hey! 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 Look at that in the crowd. Oh, hang on. There's an even better one. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Brilliant. We need to get using them. I need to be able to use them as well, because I think at the moment only you can use them. Yeah, I think I, we, we need to set up like a producer account or something as well so, so we can join. Perfect. Um, Mate, if I get my hands on those sound effects, we're going to be all, all the podcast is going to be sound effects. So, <laughs> um, but right, I'm conscious of the time. It's it's golf time. We're off to play time. a round of golf. Yeah, so um, we'll we'll end the podcast here. Thank everyone for listening, and as ever, but well, uh, I've, I've oh, man, what's he done? Hang on, surely do I have anything for that? No, I don't. I don't think I have any. any I can't believe I've done that. I'm so. <laughs> Right, refresh. Actually, if it, we have an editor now as well, if the podcast editor is listening, please don't edit this part out. <laughs> Back to you. I'm not saying it. You say it. No, it's not my line. It's your well, line. Swing well, putt true. To help us build our audience, please like, share, and subscribe. If you listened on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. And if you watched us on YouTube, please leave a question or comment and we'll get back to you. Thank you.